Queen's World, presented by Noah's Arcade. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Jill. How are you? Okay. How are you? I'm good. Well, that's a cool shirt. Thanks. Um, it's a New York Knicks shirt for those who are listening. I was walking Clark before, and there was a guy wearing a Knicks hat, and he like looked at me, and I wanted to be like, oh, this is just for fashion, and because I'm from New York, I, I can't talk New York Knicks with you. Andy Greenwald on The Ringer says that someone told him just to say, be like, oh, what a year. Because that oh, can mean either good. like it's bad or good. Like you don't know. You're just like, oh, what a year. Or even like, you know, say you don't know what season the team plays in. You're like, what a season. <laughs> yeah. Like when someone's like, oh, did you watch the game the other night? And they're like, trick question. It's not basketball season, but it is right now. No, it's not. It's not? <laughs> See, I don't even know. And then I realized I was wearing Celtic shorts, and I was like wearing a Nick shirt and Celtic shorts. This is a faux pas. Idiot. But it was just because it was hot, and you know. Okay, sorry, my dog's running around crazy, and you can hear him. Um, speaking of sports, do we want to get into my first topic that I added today? Let's just talk about it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers out for the season with an Achilles tendon tear. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's just so funny. It's the funniest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. I just keep saying, like, why are we surprised? Like, all no, these people, exactly. Like, why Why should any Jets fan have any faith or hope at the beginning of the season? It's exactly. not going to turn out in any way we want it to. So just be like, whatever. And look yeah. what happened. Like, four plays some people were reporting. I think it was even less than four plays. It was... It's like three and a half in my estimation. Nothing. And then now he's out for the season. Also, like, yeah, when he fell, he seemed like, okay, but, you know, you never, and now everyone's mad. It's like the turf's fault. They're like, well, if we had grass, this never would have happened, but who fucking knows? No, and I, like, feel badly for him, and, like. I don't. Like, I don't wish injury on anyone, but, like, of course this was going to happen. Of course. Of course. Of course. I so mean, now, I don't want to say anything out loud that will drink anything else, so never right. mind. So I, now we have a <laughs> quarterback, Zach Wilson, that nobody wants, but played I love okay you, Zach. I night. want you. You fuck all your moms, your friends' moms. Okay. Do you, buddy. And 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 I don't know if we're going to get another quarterback from somewhere else, or we're just, as the coach said, this is Zach Wilson's team, so we'll see. I'm sure they'll try, maybe not a starter, but they're going to, they said they get it because Tim Boyle's back up and then they would get another one. But this is just like, it's just so like predictable. The captions on Instagram were pretty funny. Like what? What was Like, so what? This morning I woke up and I feel like someone texted me like, well, that game ended good ending or something. And I was like, what? So like I meet, I was like, tell me they fucking won. I fell asleep during the third quarter. So yeah, then I went. And looked online and I was like, holy shit. And then I watched, went on Instagram and watched all the clips because I wanted to see who scored the touchdowns and stuff. And shout out to give it to you. Wilson and Gibson. And then um, one of the clips that the Jets Instagram posted yesterday was Aaron Rodgers coming out holding the American flag, which LOL 9-11 conspiracy theorist is holding, allegedly is holding the American flag. And all the captions were like, delete this. He dead already. He already heard. He injured. A fucking quote. This is the most Jets thing to ever happen in the Jets history. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. It's just so dumb. It's just like the universe like yeah. knows. Like it's so ridiculous. 
It's crazy. And all the time and money spent on like this lead oh, up, like that's what's hard knocks. I feel bad. I know. That's what did. Don't put us on hard knocks. That fucked us. And no, no, nothing happened. Players get mm-hmm. injured. It happens. But just like our big hope on this one guy and then yeah, injury. LOL. And everyone's like, it's because the O-line's trash. I'm like, I don't know. Zach Wilson didn't really get sacked that much. Well, but, anyway. Um, our father declined to comment. Yeah, I haven't listened. I asked our cousins and our sister and our dad if they wanted to um, give a comment and I would play it live on this podcast. I haven't listened to our cousin Jimmy's yet, so I figured I could react live on the air. Oh, I'd rather you just add it in. Okay, so I can just add it in. Yes. (laughs) I didn't listen to it yet, though. I'd rather you listen to it first and then yeah, decide like it's if a you min- want to edit it it's a and minute delete 18, all this. James, Jesus. But anyway, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers is out. LOL. It was like consumed our night last night and this morning or myself. Like, yeah, probably like in- the last 24 hours. Well, less than that because it happened at like 830 last night. Yeah, I had a meeting at 11 that, and then I'm in meetings for an hour and a half. And I was like Googling all morning because like, I kind of, you know, Coach Salah said last night he was like, it's probably an Achilles thing. He's probably out for the season, but we don't know yet. And so yeah. I was like, just kind of refreshing like my various sources to see. And then I had to go to that meeting. So I was like, uh, and then I think during it, you texted that your screenshot from ESPN or whatever that said he was out. Oh, well, sports talk. Oh, well, the Jets, still the Jets. The goddamn Jets. I, I jets play in a soundboard. I'd have uh, one of the Sprouse brothers and Big Daddy saying, the goddamn Jets. Yeah. What's going on with Rihanna? Oh, Tell just, me more. So she had her second baby, Mazel, and oh. they we just found out the name a couple of days ago. Hadn't heard a thing. So she already has 16-month-old Riza Athelston Mayers. Athelston. Athelston. Interesting. And now our new child is Riot Rose. Rose or Rose? Rose, R-O-S-E, because ASAP likes um, roses. roses, likes flowers. How do you know? This is what the interwebs are telling us. Sources. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, how do we know? Uh, we I don't know what a riot, but. Yeah, Jill just wrote in the agenda, Rihanna riot, and I'm thinking my girl got trampled somewhere. God, you would know that. I don't know. I didn't know she released the name of this child. Also, I liked on. Real Housewives when was it Brynn? She was didn't like, release oh, it. We're we're finding out yeah. probably through not good stuff. But like Brynn saying, she comes out with cups from restaurants. Rihanna does, yes. Yeah, I was like that. That's a fun fun fact. That is a fun fact. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> no. Just want to let everyone know we have Riza and Riot. Um, you you can say yes or no, but do you want to talk about Danny Masterson at all? Um, yeah, if you want to do a little and I'll jump in. Yeah, so I was reading about, you know, for those who don't know, Danny Masterson was an actor on that 70s show. He was accused of raping three separate... Convicted. Oh, okay, sorry. But, uh, yeah, accused by three women, accused on two counts. Convicted on two counts, yeah. Yes, of rape that occurred in the early aughts between 2000 and 2003, um, and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Is that right, Jill? Yep, 30 to life. And then I was just reading about it though before the call just to make sure I like, you know, I have my information straight. But his attorney said they're going to appeal. But do you know like when he'd be expected to report to prison? I mean, usually in that type of case, it's pretty soon. 
I don't right. know specifically the date. So like he'd date. have to appeal from jail. Like, prison, you know what I mean? Prison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he either will go right away, like from yeah. the courthouse to prison. But I don't know if he's Danny Masterson. Is that cool enough that he'll get like a special thing to show up at a date and time? Like OJ. And is he, he's like dating someone right now? He's and married. Like, oh, he, to, and she left the courthouse with him or whatever. Yeah, like one of the Phillips sisters. What is, who are the Phillips? Um, so like they're, um, I think one of their parents was like in the moms and the papas and like oh. one of the sisters is in Wilson Phillips, obviously. Oh. And yeah, like the, the girls are like. One of the, or like one of their moms, you mean? Like his wife's mom might be in Wilson Phillips? Um, I don't know. I guess I got to do my homework better. Sorry. I mean, it's fine. Does he have kids? Yeah. Really? That's why Camilla and, uh, oh, Camilla, why kids? Camilla? Speak I was like, you're going to have to take all this out. Why? Why Mila and Ashton wrote the things. Yeah. Do you want to address that? Um, sure. So he was convicted. And then before his sentencing, apparently his friends and family, um, asked others to write statements for him to the judge character references yeah talking about a lesser um i'm totally wrong about his wife sorry but she's mm-hmm. like part of like of a famous family and like the f- yeah okay anyway so oh, so they wrote these after he'd already been convicted i thought it was before i think it's after you're convicted okay and um so mila and ashton wrote i didn't read the letters but basically yep. like this is horrible, but like he shouldn't be put away for life. He has children. This is going to be devastating and detrimental to them. Yada yada yada. And like Those... this isn't the man we know or remember. I think basically. Yeah. And also think... ask Deborah Jo Rupp, and um, what's his face, the dad on Red. it from Dead Poets. Yeah. So I think I don't know if there was more than four, but I think it was. Ashton Did they Mila. write it? Yes, I think so. So it was like Mila yeah. Ashton, Deborah Jo Rupp, who is the mom on that seventy show, Kitty, and I can't. Oh, I don't know. Why I can't remember his name right now, but. The yeah, so that seventy show was on for a very long time. So they it's all worked together. Show. They've known each other for so long. So I'm not surprised that Ashton and Milo were asked to write. And Danny was on that show that Ashton had on Netflix. The what ranch, was the name but of the, he got the, but he got fired when yeah, when he the, when this um, in 2017, started, I think, yeah. when people were accusing him of this. Her, yeah, hold on. So I'm not surprised that no, you know, prior to him being sentenced 30 years in prison on Thursday, after he was found guilty on two counts of rape, his co-stars, including Kurt Woodsmith and Deborah Jo Rupp, defended his character and role model nature in letters to court, according to PeopleMagazine.com. So anyway, these letters get released. Don't know how. That's not a great look for the courts. Oh really? It yeah. was like um okay. Yeah, unless like one of the attorneys did. Also not a great look. Um, oh my god as a just can i read this Ashley yes quote? as a role model danny has consistently been an excellent one kutcher wrote in the letter obtained by people i attribute not falling into the typical hollywood life of drugs directly to danny yeah he didn't teach you about drugs just about rape also allegedly in the trial he d- drugged both of these women before raping them so yeah cool but i'm sure he invited you to come talk about scientology at his house um mm. So these letters get out to the world, obtained by People Magazine. So now Ashton and Mila have to do damage control. They make a video where they say, like, we don't condone anything that happened. We stand with victims. 
Yeah. We were merely just doing this in the service of a friend. Landed horribly. No one yeah. in the world is like, good job, it's, guys. And it was an Instagram video and they disabled all comments, which like, obviously, but Jesus. There was something I saw on like Twitter or Instagram today was like, their PR people probably told them to pick the most humble background in the world, but because they just did Architectural Digest, we know exactly where the shot was taking. And it's like wow. in this beautiful barn overlooking the pool. I was like, that's the funniest thing of that's come out of this. Like, we're so like good, humble people. Look at this effing mansion that we just broadcast on Architect- Architectural Digest to you all. Oh my God. Yeah. And these letters from Kitty and Red. But you know who wrote, I forget what she wrote, but was like basically like, bitch bye with Topher Grace's wife that was good yeah, yeah so apparently Topher Grace's wife said like you know th- obviously Danny's a horrible person and this is all wrong and why are these people writing letters but like Topher mm-hmm. was never caught up in like their group and like knew not yeah, to be used- around Danny like he was he was odd or like he knew something was up back then like he knew not to be friends with Danny oh my god this tweet from the onion Topher Grace comes out in support of giving Danny Masterson the electric chair <laughs> it's not funny but jesus anyway so anyway fuck yeah. you, danny masterson jesus fucking christ again like yeah i don't have all my facts on this because i didn't care yeah. too much i like read about it a little bit years ago but like again i don't this is disgusting to me i don't want to even dabble in this it's terrible yeah but just this is not to... pop culture for me this is disgust oh what? anyway but i just yeah i didn't i wanted to I wanted to ask you about the appeal, like any of the legal aspects, like, yeah, like when he'd have to report, but, uh, but yeah, no, he, he, his lawyers will appeal while he's in prison and can't think it'll go too well. So we'll see. Continuing the topic of some of my favorite men, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, as you may have heard, an yeah. article came out this week about Jimmy Fallon and Rolling Stone. I did not read the article because it's behind a paywall. Did you read it? No, but was it about how he's the manager of, um, fuck, don't tell me their name. I know that. Yeah, it was like fever dog. Anyway. No, it was about how he creates a hostile workplace and is very rude and to people and like they never know what Jimmy he's going to get. They're going to get like it's going to be a bad Jimmy or a good Jimmy that day. Right. And they've had like really good showrunners for the show like quit because of him, even though they were like great at their jobs and people loved them because they were like, I can't deal with this shit anymore. So the article was spoke, spoke to 14 former staff members and two current employees. Yeah. They, they alleged that his erratic behavior has helped to fuel an unhealthy work environment. He then went on a Zoom with like everyone, yeah. to, which is really weird. Like, so first of all, they're not working right now because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. So no one's working. Everyone's so then, like, phew. So then this article comes out and like, what does like his him or his boss like sent an email to everyone was like get on a zoom tomorrow you're required to like this is your job so whatever so he gets on the zoom with everyone and says if i ever mistreated anyone or made you feel bad that was not my goal i want this show to be fun and i think he was like this is so embarrassing me this is my worst nightmare like you know i never want to be perceived this way that's not what i'm about kind of thing nbc came out and said like all of these allegations are from like years ago and we have addressed them, investigated them all in the past. So this is not new to us. Nothing did, like yeah. raised the level of like serious concern. There's also a story in there about how during a taping with Jimmy Fallon, I mean, Jesus, with Jerry Seinfeld, yeah, Jimmy Fallon um, 
scolded a staff member holding a cue card. The article said that Mr. Seinfeld forced Mr. Fallon to apologize to the employee and that other staff members had described the moment as uncomfortable. Seinfeld then submits a statement to Rolling Stone. This is so stupid. I remember this moment quite well. I teased Jimmy about a flub, and we all had a fun laugh about how rarely Jimmy is thrown off. It was not uncomfortable at all. Jimmy and I still occasionally recall it and laugh. Idiotic twisting of events. So A, on the one hand, I like believe him that like this was not a big deal. But on the other hand, he and both he and Jimmy are both like people of power. They're probably the most important person in that set. So of course the person who screwed up or like there was a, a mishap felt totally different than how Jimmy and Jerry joke about it, you know? I'm, I'm sure it's not how they described. But anyway, so Jimmy's apologizing to all the staff behind the cameras. Didn't seem like he talked about it on that podcast that he has with all the late night guys. I only listened to the first episode. I haven't listened since. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is anything new either. Like, I've, I've never... <laughs> Well, I, don't, I just feel like back in the day, and by the day, I mean, like, when we were in high school, our mom was like, I think Jimmy Fallon's an alcoholic. Like, Paige, I like, don't even want to say that, because... Well, that's, like, allegedly. It's a... Le- yeah. Because, like, page six would be, like, blind iteming or writing, like, he was out, like, you know, five nights a week, like, till all hours of the morning. It Which, just, not that make, being an alcoholic makes you a bad person or whatever. No, no, no. But, it like, just rumored that he may drink. I just feel like... For a while, I've thought he sucked. I especially don't like on his show, like, the way he calls everyone pal and, like, pretends to be listening to them when they're talking and he clearly isn't and, like, doesn't know anything and he acts like he's, like, besties with everyone and I'm like, you probably don't even know this person's last name. He just seems very fake to me. Also, sorry, Jen, Justin Timberlake sucks as a person. I so don't like him anymore and they're best friends and I could just see them both being, like, just shitty dudes being shitty together and as I wrote to you, I wrote in Jen in a text. I was like, go sing Mr. Brightside at the Jonas Brothers, you fucking creep, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Because that was such a stupid moment. He just needed to be the center of attention. I don't know. I just don't like him. So on the one hand, I'm like, I'm not surprised. It yeah. sounds like Jimmy is like this for a while. And like it's Ellen. Not, it's not breaking news that the head of a show is like erratic and is rude to people and mm-hmm. has a hostile work environment. On the other hand, I'm but like... it should be because... We should be all work in places we are comfortable. On the other hand, I'm like, they've been trying to get Jimmy for years. Who's they? Like the media. Yeah. Like stories about Jimmy have come out for years. So if this is like the worst thing that's come out about him. Besides that he did blackface back in the day and he had to apologize for that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, they like, I don't want to say they, the media, because that's a stupid thing to say. But like every couple of years, articles come out about Jimmy. So I'm not saying he's a great guy, but like. This is sad that this is what I'm saying. Like, oh, in the, in the totality of things that white men do, like, this mm-hmm. is not that bad. Yeah I, yeah, I just don't care. But I feel like there could be more. This is just, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, it, again, it would have come out. There's but could you be like, if I'm Jimmy Fallon, could I make everyone sign an NDA there? So, yeah, like, if they quit, they can't say to Rolling Stone sure. specifically it's what not a good look, though. Because there if- wasn't, like, a lot of specifics. You know what I mean? Well, they don't want to get fired, and they don't want to. Well, if no, they're they're, at new they're jobs, former employee. Yeah, I guess. But so. if they're at new jobs and like have any connection to NBC Universal, like yeah, they don't. They didn't like name people. I feel like that's was... what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I have to sign NDAs at jobs that like I won't share confidential information. That's if I different. Ever quit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Why? like for competitiveness. Like you go yeah, to like... another job and like take all their ideas. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. Question? Not a good look, and I'm not shocked. And I feel like this happens to Jimmy Ari for years, so it has to be true because it just follows him that he's not a great guy and seems erratic. What was funny about the first episode of Strike Force Five that I listened to is like, um, so you know, it was like the five late night guys that I mentioned. Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers worked together at SNL. Like they overlapped, they both did Weekend Update. Like you would, but they don't seem close at all. And instead, it seems like. Seth was really Jimmy Kimmel and Seth seemed really close, and then like, uh, and John Oliver, and then Colbert like a little bit, but then Jimmy Fallon also went with Jimmy Kimmel on vacation to his like lake house with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Jason Bateman yeah. and all these cool people. But it's just was funny that the me, Idaho trip? I think so. But it's just funny everybody went yeah that um, Seth and Jimmy don't they it seems like kind of awkward or just like not like close homies, and Seth is like close homies with everyone. And I love Seth. He can do no wrong. So I just feel like I get the vibe. He's not that into Jimmy. So Jimmy probably is a schmuck. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, again, not a good look. Jill, I can't believe I didn't ask you this at the start of the podcast. I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about how, well, just quick, the term bucket list, like putting something on your bucket list. The bucket list, the bucket list. Do you think it existed before that movie? Yes. Yes. I'm listening to... I was telling uh, Vanessa Bayer's podcast and their guest, Emily Heller, they brought that up and she was like, oh yeah, that's one of those things that it wasn't a term until the movie. I was like, bullshit. And she said it with such confidence that Vanessa Bayer and her brother Jonah were like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. And then she's like, and the other one is um, sliding doors. Like that wasn't a term until the movie sliding doors. And I want to be like, no, yes, it fucking was. Cause why else would they name the movie for right. that? Right. And yeah. like, especially bucket list. I was like, we've been saying bucket list. Since, like, I don't know, the 70s, that movie came out in, like, what, mid-2000s? Like, yeah. it was just so odd to me that she said it with such confidence. And I was like, am I crazy? Am I going to Google this later? And it's going to be like, yeah, no one used the term bucket list. I don't know why it's bucket, I guess, before you kick the bucket. But, yeah. like, I was like, no, Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson didn't make up the term bucket list by their, like, 2008 film, The Bucket List. I don't believe so, no. Yeah, so, anyway, I just needed to ask you that. Um, Chris Evans is married. Chris Evans is married, guys. She's 26. He's 42. Gross. So let's, let's start at the beginning. So Chris Evans and Alba Baptista mm. are married. They were married this weekend at a private estate in Cape Cod. She is a model actress. He is Captain America. He mm. is 42. Two. She is 26. Gross. So she is a child. Mm-hmm. She, I had some text conversations with Nana about this. Yeah. Um, so is, is it like, I'm saying if he wasn't like a big Hollywood star, this would be like super embarrassing and gross, but is it still super embarrassing and gross? I mean, I personally love Chris Evans. If I had to fuck one of the Chris's or one of the Avengers, he's my guy, except maybe Paul Rudd. And so it's like, I get why people want to date him. He also seems like a good guy. Everyone seems to forget that time he tweeted a picture of his penis. That was hilarious, but he somehow recovered from that. Um, and he just because seems he like, has a cute dog. Oh my god, Dodger! When that dog dies, I'm gonna be fucking devastated. But anyway, I didn't know. I knew Chris Evans was dating someone. Um, yeah, they've been dating for a year. I think like says. two years because okay. I think it it just became public in 2022. But I think they started dating in 2021. So like two years. Um, my first thought about all this before I knew the ages was like, he totally got married in Cape Cod. I, this Chris Evans used to date Jenny Slate for a while. 
they broke up. I don't know who broke up with whom. I feel like she then, I don't know, started dating someone and then married him. And now they have a baby and she seems really happy. And, you know, it's it's great. And do they live on Cuddyhunk? <laughs> no, they live on Cape Cod. Oh, I thought they lived on Cuddyhunk. Anyway. No, she just went there for a graduation ceremony. And it's a hilarious story that she told okay. on Seth Meyers because he's so likable. But I'm like, Chris Evans definitely got married at Cape Cod just so Jenny Slate would like see and read about. No, he's from Massachusetts. So is she. But I I don't feel like he's a Cape Codder and she lives there. Like her husband's family owns a general store on Cape Cod. Okay, so there's competing. Unless maybe she was invited. There's conflicting stories. The first story was that they got married at a private estate on Cape Cod. Yeah. My question to that is, there's wealth wealth everywhere. There's wealth that we don't even know about. But whose yeah. house could this be? Robert Kraft? Like, who's got an estate? Oh, when you say private estate, okay. I thought, I thought, yeah. I, I thought like a cl- like the leech, like a club. No, I think it's someone's private estate. Someone's Tom private. Brady. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I mean, I think we could figure it out if we really put our investigative hats on. But again, there's wealth yeah. that we don't even know exists. So who knows? Yeah. Se- second, then there was reports that. Everyone stayed in Boston. Robert Downey Jr., uh, Jeremy Renner, Chris Hemsworth, Emily oh, Blunt, Jeremy Jeff Renner, Zinsky. okay. He seems to be doing better, yes. Oh, that was so... Ugh. Anyway. Um, that they all stayed in Boston and Chris Evans provided transportation to the event. Jam Session podcast on The Ringer hypothesized, did Chris Evans arrange for Cape Air to take them from Boston to Cape Cod <laughs> for the event? We don't know. Then today there's conflicting information saying that the thing on the Cape was just a pre-wedding event Mm. and that they got married the next day at their home in Boston, but I think Sudbury. Yeah, because I saw a thing that said they got married near near their Boston home. And but it was was some stupid, you know, it's probably like Us Weekly or something. And I was like, they might just think Cape Cod's close-ish to Boston and you know, which it it is, I guess. But but Emily Blunt and John Krasinski were seen saturday night at the newberry in boston so but we don't he's know from newton they could have just been visiting a favorite spot well i think i think the people stayed in boston the guests Are and there's some kids and chris evans homies besides being in a super bowl commercial together i don't know was blunt and chris evans ever in a movie together i don't think so i don't think so anyway anyway so mazel she is 26. Yep. So he has made statements that he wants to get married and have family. Yeah. I don't want to put anyone's fertility mm-hmm. beliefs on them, but she's going to get pregnant tomorrow. She's 26 years old. Maybe that's why he married her. I don't know. Also, you don't know that. I don't you know that. Know that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know what for, I don't want to say. I've learned yeah. a lot in my last five to eight years. I don't want to yeah. say what anyone's going on, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. she's 26. Did you um, watch that Car Maria video I sent you? Yeah. Now I, I think wrote, I have fibroids in my uterus. We'll go to the doctor. I know. Anyway. Uh, also, I read that they are going to get married this week again in her native Portugal, so because some of her family uh, couldn't come. Good. So be on the watch for that if that happens. I mean, yeah, I hope he's happy. I just think I this hope was he's happy. Gen- I think this is a Jenny Slate rebound. I don't think so. I think you wanted to get married to anyone. You didn't care. No, I think... Uh, also, my chances of meeting him in Massachusetts and marrying him and Clark and Dodger being related are dashed now. They are dashed now. I'm sorry. Maybe because I'm 33 and not 26. 
But it was just, I was just, you texted me it, and I feel like we were both like, what? Like shocked. Like it seemed very out of the blue, but I guess they've been dating for a while. I just, I don't know. I mean, good work that like, there's no pictures. We what don't was know she dates. in? She was in something that I was like, oh my God, Jill. She's in this. <sighs> I was reading. She was in Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Yeah. What's her name? Alba Baptista. Alba Baptista. Um... I mean, yeah, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, but I don't know. I feel like it was something else that I was like something stupid that we like, but I can't remember what it was. No, I don't think she's really in anything that we would know of. Okay. Um, the U.S. Open, the stars are out. What do you want to say? So the U.S. Open has been going on for the last like two weeks. We'll just New York this- Fashion Week? So yeah, so that's so really, part of what I would say. So yeah. the U.S. Open is always star-studded, but I feel like this year even more star-studded because I think they, also because it's like no more COVID. Although people have COVID, but you know what I mean. Like, um, I think it's because they don't have to promote movies, actors and actresses, so they're not out promoting movies. That's true because they're on strike. Uh, it it does always coincide with Fashion Week, so there's always a lot of people there anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was like insane the amount of people there. I am like on this town and country. Um, webs uh, article and yeah. it just goes on and on the people there my favorite part of these pictures is that like they're just showing celebrities in the stands so there were celebrities near them that they're not noting like yes. in the article there's one picture of Ben uh-uh. Stiller talking to someone and they just say a regular US Open Ben Stiller who is he talking to? Mike Berbiglia uh, Berbigs Mike's not mentioned uh-huh. also he probably Fiance. is in sub publications, but not town and country. Fiance's Abby Jacobson and Jody Balfour cheered on the players together. You didn't tell me that her fiance played Jackie Kennedy in The Crown. I didn't know that. As soon as I see this picture, I'm like, how do I know this woman? And I do I, feel like she was in something in Slime, I think, or someone was like, oh, that's Abby Jacobson's fiance. And I was like, oh, shit. But I, I didn't know. But the amount of people at this U.S. Open, I mean, good for them. If I was a celebrity and get tickets, I would go too. All right, My who, second thing okay. about this is, yeah. so our friend Nana sent a picture of us of uh, yeah. women at the um, the the women's final, which Coco Goff won. I mm-hmm. watched it. Did you watch? No. Oh, good for Coco Goff. That's great. Who did um, she beat? I forget the woman's name. She's from Belarus. Okay. Um, who's ranked number one in the world. But I forget her name because I don't know tennis that much. Anyway, okay. So the picture was Rachel Brosnahan, Amanda Seyfried, Mindy Kaling, Cara Delevingne, and other women in a box. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "That looks like the coolest box ever. We would like to hang out with them. This seems like the most fun group." Yep. Every time you hit that button, I'm not. Oh. You were just scrolling. Brian Greenberg was there too. Oh. No, did not they note box. him? No. Or was it just like a regular? <laughs> no, Town Country's noting him in the Heineken was, box. Was Jamie there? I don't know. I don't see a picture of her baby. Aziz was there like every day. Have we forgiven him? I don't know. Oh, Sarah, there. Sarah Sherman was on a podcast and it was recorded a while. I, I didn't listen to it. It was a while ago. And every time she would reference, she was like, oh, and then I had a friend who gave me a Marilyn Manson CD, May He Rest. And the host was like, is he dead? And she was like, no, he's canceled. And then later she was like, and I had sunglasses like Johnny Depp, may he rest. 
And then the host started doing, there was someone else and they were like, oh, RIP, whatever. And I was like, that's a funny way to start referring to people who are canceled. Anyway. So anyway, so all those women that I was talking about before were in a suite together and then they all posted about it. Thanks to Ralph Lauren. So Ralph Lauren pays for the seat, organizes these people to go there, make sure they all are wearing Ralph Lauren outfits that they they sent to them. Yes. And I'm thinking like, I know I shouldn't be surprised, but it doesn't end. Like, this is all commerce and promotion. Like, oh, in the Heineken suite. Like we live in a capitalist society. I was just like, oh, this is so fun that they're all together. Like, Ralph Lauren, do you need money and promotion? Are people not buying your clothes? Well, it probably coincides with he had a show the other night at Fashion Week. So, like... It's just yeah. more word of mouth. Get the stuff out there. I but feel also, like my Tana girl Co- Min- Minji's clothes didn't look very Ralph. I gotta look back. But Town and Country has one link. The best one article: the eighteen best dressed celebrities at the U.S. Open, and then has links to the outfits that they wore. So you know this was in conjunction with the fashion PR people, like Jessel. Yes. Oh, I get you can really like see get this get the the the. the the slides that Emma Watson wore, $750, theroe.com. Sick. Oh, Mary Kate Nash. What yeah. I thought was funny about this is like, so yeah, Amanda Seyfried sitting next to Rachel Brosnahan. I'm like, are they friends? Like, or is this just, yeah, like you is sit with in the booth people, with who's yeah. there? Like, are you yeah. allowed a plus one? I'm sure so. Mindy bought her, her good friend. Was sitting I'm sure, with her. Yes. Um, if they have enough tickets and some uh, fashion PR team or the Heineken team is nice enough to be like, oh, you get two tickets, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, but it was just great celeb watching. That's all I have to say. My question to you is if you could be in a box at the U.S. Open and three of the celebrities that were there, you could be in the box with, who would you pick? Barack and Michelle. That's President two. Barack Obama and Michelle. Really? You wouldn't? You wouldn't want to hang out with Barack and Michelle? No, really. I don't have things to ask them. Not when Cousin is there from the bear and Amanda Seyfried. So we're totally forgetting that and Kylie Jenner and Timothy Timothy Chalamet pics of them making out the U.S. Open are now live. So so weird. They're children. They're make out. They're 25 years old. I know. It's so weird. But anyway, so those, now that they're out, they could be photographed. But in all the pictures... Uh, Eben Moss Backrack, who is in The Bear, who is in Andor, is just in front of them. And no one, no publication is noting that he's there. I know. I love it. He went yeah. to uh, the same high school as David Jacoby. He's from Massachusetts. Mazel. Um, okay, um, so, so Barack and Michelle. I need one more person. Brian Greenberg. Okay. What about you? Oh, well, is like Pete Davidson there? <laughs> I didn't see going through this massive who the, country article. The, who else was in the one with Laverne? And what was that thing on Laverne's ear? Was she like listening to a feed? Yeah. Oh, everybody has them. It's like listening to the, um, like, but I the, feel like no one else had it on. Everyone has go look at this. She I'm going to send like, you this website. Yeah. So I'd have Evan Ross background. How do I say it? Yeah. You would. Yeah. She's hot right now. Oh, um, okay. and then yeah, Brosnahan and Cypher. We'd probably have a gay old time. I would like to hang with Brosnahan and Seifert, too. Yeah, love them. Yeah. So is it over now, the U.S. Open? Yes. So Coco Goff won the women's final, and uh, Djokovic won the men's yeah. final. Why is he a jerk? Uh, he's anti-vax and, you know, is Rogers. a white man. Oh, I, but he hasn't done anything untoward that we know not of? That, not that we know of. Okay. Jillian. 
Yes. I wanted to bring to your attention. The other day I was talking to someone about Game of Thrones and I went on IMDb to just confirm that it had eight seasons and not seven. And I was correct. And I noticed, which I guess I've looked at before, that there's a section on IMDb for each of the shows called top top rated episodes. So people will like, it's kind of like Rotten Tomatoes. Like on IMDb, right. they'll put out of 10 a score and then they compile them all. So then I started looking at some of my favorite shows to see what the top 10 rated episodes were and to see if they aligned so. yeah. like, with what I thought. Um, the OCs was like wildly off, um, way too much like season three. And But I wanted to read you the Gilmore Girls ones and see if, a, if you agree with them and like B, if there are any that... There's one that I... There's a couple I think are like egregious and I just need... To you to see if you agree with that as well okay i'll try number one season four episode 22 this is probably one of my favorite episodes of all time it's the season finale when luke and lorelei it's the dry run at the dragonfly and then rory and dean fuck at the Candyman song why do you have to say that because they do so good for me that's the number one that's the number one yeah okay well i don't know how they rank these though because some of them look like the same like the first three are all ranked nine point. Oh no, it is okay. Anyway, number two, season seven, episode twenty-two, Bon Voyage. Rory gets a job as a journalist following a presidential campaign. The entire town puts on a farewell party for Rory. You had this, me the at series finale. Seven. No, nothing in season seven. It should be, is a it should top be in the top episode. ten worst episodes. It's like, yeah, we get it. It's over. Luke and Lorelai kiss at the end, but that was even like I needed more of a payoff than that. I don't even watch season seven in my rewatches, so whatever. I know you do. Number three, season six, episode 13, Friday nights are right for fighting. Lorelai and Rory go to the Gilmore Mansion for Friday night dinner and there's a fight. Luke is still getting to know April. This is when I think it's after Rory moves out of Emily and Richard's house and her and Lorelai are back together. They go to Friday night dinner again for the first time and they're, they're like, why didn't you tell us what was going on with Rory? We would have helped you. And then she like, Lorelai reenacts the whole thing. Those scenes are quite funny when yeah, they're, they're fighting. Yeah. But again, number three? No. A season six episode? No. Number four. I don't know if this is interesting to anyone else. I don't care. <laughs> season three, episode seven. They shoot Gilmore's, don't they? The dance marathon, Rory and Dean break up. She gets with Jess. Enough said, in my opinion. It's fine. Okay. It's like a classic, though. You know, it's, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll yeah, allow it's it. very like, oh, there's a small town and the kooky stuff we do. And, you know, the uh, Kirk taking his lap, you know, whatever. Number five, season three, episode 22. Rory graduates from Chilton. Jillian and I cannot watch this episode, not sob our eyes out at her commencement speech, which isn't a commencement speech. Also, speech. this is not a good episode because it interposes the pretend spinoff they tried to do with Jess. Mm, that's true. So I, I'm always fast forwarding through the Jess part, so it's not even a good episode, but I do cry my eyes out at the Valedictorian speech. I don't know, I just love season three, so I'm like, you know, in it. Okay, number six, season four, episode 21, last week fights, this week's tights. Um, Liz and TJ get married and Luke and Lorelai go together. Eh. <laughs> Kaleidoscope spinning, Yahtzee, I'm winning. All right, number seven, season five, episode 13, Wedding Bell Blues. Emily and Richard renew their vows. Rory kisses Logan, blah, blah, blah. That one. Eh. Eh. Season, uh, number eight, season one, episode nine, Rory dance. Rory's dance. Rory and Dean attend a formal dance at Chilton. 
She sleep. They sleep on the yoga mats at Miss Patty's. Yep, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Number nine, season two, episode twenty-two. I can't get started. Suki and Jackson get married. Rory kisses Jess when he comes back to town. Christopher's a jerk. Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. good reason. Sherry's pregnant. Yeah. Number ten. This might be the one I'm most upset about. <laughs> Season 3, episode 13. Dear Emily and Richard, Sherry goes into labor and Rory agrees to be with her at the hospital. Lorelai remembers how she had Rory. It's that whole flashback episode of when Lorelai and Christopher are kids. Yeah, I don't love it, but it's canonical, so that's why. But I hate that episode. Let's just talk about how the best episode is not on this list. What's your favorite episode? Well, give me a hint. You know it. Season four, episode two. Oh, oh, boom. Boom. That, that is the best. That is the best. Episode. First day, first day yeah. Yale. That's that, the best episode. Yeah, done. Hands down, don't fight me. No notes. But yeah, this is an interesting game, and I wonder if it's like rigged somehow. Because a lot of them, yeah, are just like like in the OC. It's like the episode Marissa dies. I'm like, that's not a top ten episode. It's just like obviously like a big moment. Right, canonical. So I asked for you in your spare time, Jill, to look at the West Wings and see if you agree with them. Okay, I know that the first one is two cathedrals, and I don't know if I agree with it, but whatever. Um, okay. We have time to Google go Boomer Assassin. <laughs> oh, not Boomer. Um, Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall. I'm sorry to Pat Summerall. Yeah, c- comparing to Boomer. Um, okay. Well, I could go into a, a thing that's like the superlative, but do you have yeah. any um, current events for me? Um, so the Republicans are going to try to impeach President Joe Biden. Do tell. Um, they're trying, uh, House Leader Kevin McCarthy, facing pressure from Republicans, is starting an impeachment inquiry to the Biden's corrupt family practices. But what does it have to do with, like, presidential duties? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just they want to distract from Trump's a million yeah, with, indictments. With Trump and Giuliani getting arrested, were they just there for like a day? Did they well, just they go have, post bail? Yeah, they just go and take their picture and get out of there. Like Ken and Barbie. Right. Um, when you have local elections coming up, Jill, how do you research the candidates? Um, so you go to your Secretary of State. Secretary of the Commonwealth election website. Mm -hmm. Then you see who's running. Yep. Then you go to the. um, Well, like, like, so next week's Revere mayor. I have the ballot, but I don't like the only thing I know about the candidates is like the stupid postcards they send me in the mail. Like, not all of them have each candidate's website. If they don't have a website, Google their name and news, latest news, see if there's any newspapers that endorse them or don't endorse them, things of that nature. The other thing I want to mention is, as many of you guys know, I talk about my dog Clark a lot. He is what we would call a reactive dog. A lot of my Instagram and TikTok algorithm are about videos about reactive dogs and like they're sad and like the world will never see how sweet my dog is like I do. And it's always, it's usually about like the bad side of reactive dogs. But one thing I want to say that is a, a pro of having a reactive dog and not a con is if local people in your neighborhood who are polling for some politician have a pamphlet and want to come talk to you and your dog starts freaking out and growling and barking at them they'll just go the fuck away and you don't have to talk to them and again while i want to know about the candidates i want to aaron Rodgers do my own research i don't want to hear from billy on the street so thank you clark for scaring away these people so i do not have to speak to them thank you clark for doing your civic duty
Yeah. And then I was also proud of myself because there's this little like fenced in area by my house right now and people will bring their dogs in there to like run around and I've brought him in alone and we've run around. So today there were like three dogs in there. One we know, the dog and the owner, we like them, we see them on our walk. The other guy, he had two giant dogs in there, he's on the phone the whole time. Clark goes up to the fence to say hi to the dog we know. The other guy that I don't know is like, oh, do you want to bring him into play? And I really like thought about it for a second. And I was like, you know what? No, this isn't a good setup. And that's something Not I feel like it. Martin, our dog trainer, would have been like, exact, like he would have been proud of me. Because usually just be like, yeah, sure, I want him to run around. But then like, who knows what would have happened with those strange dogs and that strange man. So proud of me for walking away and doing what was best for me and my dog. Good for you. Okay. So your superlative is like not really superlative, but do you know about this? It's like a TikTok, I guess, trend, but it, the when you know the words to the song game. No. Okay. So I think it's like a British girl. She, it's it's now it's a Just couple Just assume weeks. I don't know anything that's going on. I, on I, that's, I assumed, but, and this is a couple weeks old. So guys, I know I'm not on the cutting edge, but there's this girl who invented this game. It's when you know the words to the song, sing along, sing along. She has a jingle. So someone says like, just the tiniest little phrase of a song and the other person has to guess. And if you can't get it, you like, you know, expand on the phrase a little bit. So as an example, if I were to do like born to run, Jill, I'd be like, baby. And if you couldn't get it from that, I have to be like, baby, we what? And then you go from there. So I thought we could play around on this podcast. Okay. But I have to remember what was the one I had this morning. (laughs) Okay, but you have to sing the jingle first, okay? You want me to sing the jingle? Sure. When you know the words to the song, sing along, sing along. That's from something. Well, that's what the girl does on TikTok. Then okay. I do. Are you ready? Mr. Pride side. Mr. Mr. D- Mr. Mr. Boom DJ. What? <laughs> you have no guess? No, Mr. Just... DJ Mr. DJ some fun replay. Oh, Mr. DJ, would you turn the music up? Wow, okay. you failed. Do you want to do one for me? <laughs> no, because that didn't really sound like the song you were trying to sing, so. It did. It sounded exactly like it. Okay. Wow. Fail, fail segment. Okay, give me my post. TikTok fail. Do we want to guess what the post is today or for tomorrow regarding Aaron Rodgers? It would be today, too. The Jets uh, Achilles heel or if, if wasted bag of this. money. <laughs> like, so the Marissa New York Post cover for Thursday, September 12th, 2013. Mm-hmm. Elliot Spitzer and Anthony Weiner's <laughs> long-suffering wives... Oh, are now my. are now stuck with the two losers, but are thrilled to drop the good wife act. Why are they stuck with the two losers? Because they can't like, they couldn't immediately divorce them like during the scandals. They could. And the picture is of both of the women smiling, and but- it says Silda. That must be Spitzer's wife's name. Yeah, Silda Huma Huma stuck with rejects. What's the headline? What did, what did it say for they drop the good wife ex? Yeah. They don't have to be like so supportive and like, oh, my husband's amazing. Now they can just go and be themselves. My husband's a sexual predator. <laughs> is that what the <gasps> thing is? They're all yours now. Stupid. 
I just like Huma. And then she was at the U.S. Open, so I saw pictures of her again. Is she dating anyone? Rumored Bradley Cooper. But he keeps being with Irina, dropping their kids off at school. One kid, and that's oh, because sorry. he loves his kid. I'm joking, he, I'm joking. Is she with uh, with Tom Brady still, or that was just like a fling or a... Allegedly. Thing? Tom Brady was at the U.S. Open, too. Tom Brady looked so coked out at Gillette Stadium the other day. Do not say that. He looked coked out? Yeah. I'm not accusing him of anything. Okay. And his hair plug game, like when he got that in, his hair is so thick now, it's like insane. And I just watched all of the Righteous Gemstones, and there's this character, Uncle Baby Billy, played by Walton Goggins, who has a giant forehead, and he, Tom Brady looked like Uncle Baby Billy um, in that game, for y'all who watch the Righteous Gemstones. Today's post headline is, Jets win on spectacular overtime run, but Rodgers likely lost for a year with injury. What is the headline? The comeback kid. Agony and ecstasy. Mm, stupid. That was the cover? Yeah. Even though yesterday was 9-11? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Post, do you? Um, On 9-11 okay. was criticizing the mayor about migrants, so we know where uh, the New York Post stands. Erica Adams? Eric Adams, yes. Who was also at the U.S. Open. <laughs> God, who wasn't there as a game I'm to play? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But Austin Butler wasn't there. No, but Jimmy Butler was. Jacob Montgomery wasn't there. No, but uh, Steve Carey was. Uh, what is that from the Inside Joke episode where it's like, no, but Donnie Fisher was. Oh, it's from What a Girl, uh, What I Like About You, starring Amanda Bynes and Jenny Garth, obviously. Oh, and Sync on the VMAs right now. Live text from Aaron Clark. Okay, your Kevin Bacon is a man who once tweeted a picture of his penis on the internet. It is Chris Evans. It is Chris Evans. And I did some looking earlier, and it's, it's, anyway. I'll, it's what? I thought you would be like, well, just Avengers, da 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 but there was some, you know. No, I'm trying not to think of that. Yeah. There were some good ones. Is, I, guess, I mean, he's been in a lot, obviously, and Knives Out opens mm. so many things because so many people are in Knives Out. True. Yeah. When, oh, he's in this movie? I didn't know that. Maybe I have he's to in watch a, it. He's in a lot of movies. He's in one of my favorite films, What's Your Number? I know. I was thinking of that one, too. Mm hmm. Hmm. All right, talk about something while I think. Well, we were joking before in our sister's group text that if you did have to have the Avengers on Cape Air, you know, like, yeah, how would you fit them and sit them? So that'd be a fun game besides who That's do you what want they your... said on Jam Session. Yeah, who do you want in your U.S. Open box? It'd be like, if you could only, if you were Chris Evans, you could only have three of the Avengers fit on the plane, who would you want to be there to party? I'd probably have, like, Ruffalo, Rudd, and Scar Joe, maybe, if it was me. And her husband, Colin Jost, who I love. When mm -hmm. you know the words to the song. Sing along. Sing along. Uh, I'm having a hard time. It's okay. I know it's okay. Yeah, Chris Evans is in some movies I've never even heard of. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about a lot of Chris Evans movies, but I'm just not... 
getting there. But she'll hiss if they can't talk to her. Yeah. I'm Guys, happy. listeners of the podcast, on Friday, I am getting to see live Adam Devine, Anders Holm, Blake Anderson, and Kyle Newichek from Workholics doing their podcast live. This is important. And I'm so excited. And it's so soon. And I get to see the whole person. So everyone, get excited. I'll, I'll have an update next week, you know. I mean, this is not good. But um, Kevin Bacon, well, hold on. <laughs> Guys, NSYNC might be getting back together right now, for all we know. Yeah. Oh, Taylor Swift is there. Who gives a shit? Taylor Swift's at the VMAs. I guess so. Isn't it funny that MTV still has a video music awards? Then they have like best new artists, but like they might not have a music video. Mm hmm. I don't know if that was the way the I feel awards like were. I everyone has past. videos now. Mm-hmm. It's Kelsey Ballerini's birthday and she's performing at the VMAs on her birthday. Good for her. It's gonna be me. God, why am I having such like a brain fart tonight? I don't know. This is probably our worst episode ever, so it's fun. Yeah. Bitch, just do a long one. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I was thinking about something else. I'm, like, having such a hard time. I mean, this is stupid, but I'm going to do it, that Chris Evans is in What's Your Number with Chris Pratt, who's in Passengers with Jennifer Lawrence, who's in X-Men with Kevin Bacon. That's fine. It's not fine. I think, oh, I didn't know that Chris Evans is in Don't Look Up with Jennifer Lawrence. Is he in that? I don't remember him being That's what in it that. says on the Oracle, but I've never seen that movie, and I it must have been a cameo, if so. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll give you a couple. Chris Evans was, was in Spider-Man Homecoming with Marissa Tomei, who's in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. He was in Avengers Infinity War with Mark Ruffalo, who's in In the Cut with Kevin Bacon. He was in... These ones aren't fun. Some of them were, like, really fun. Not gonna lie. Uh, so say them. Well, I I didn't get, like I looked at them earlier today. He's in Avengers: Infinity War with Josh Brolin, who's in Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. He was in The Gray Man with Boone Platt, who's in They Them with Kevin Bacon, which was like that recent. I think it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans was in Fierce People with Elizabeth Perkins, who's in He Said She Said with Kevin Bacon. He's in that. I don't know. I started watching it and I didn't finish it. He's in Not Another Teen Movie with Paul Gleason, who's in She's Having a Baby with Kevin Bacon. He's in The Gray Man with Ryan Gosling, who's in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. There we go. Anyway. But yeah, so there's a bunch of different ways. He's in Avengers with Cumberbatch, who's in Black Mass, which you always forget. Yeah. And there we are. There we are. Okay, loyal listeners, sorry for our... uh... Ryan says our worst episode yet. Yeah, you know, we just, you know, didn't have a ton to talk about, burn through them, and there you are. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a movie one next week, or do you want to do a regular one? Um, we could do whatever. People don't listen to our movie ones as much, but I don't care. Um, maybe they will for bring it on. I was going to say, because it's time for a dunce, and it would have to be, bring it on. Torrance, you're catching Torrance. Okay. Okay. Have Good a night to uh, Aaron Rodgers' left Achilles tendon and everyone else. <laughs> Good night. See you then. See you then. <laughs>